Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm Lead Advisor and Senior Analyst with Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Richard Hill. He is Lead Analyst with Kupinger Coal Analysts in the United States. Hi, Richard. Good to have you. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you. And we want to talk about a topic which the, at the first um, time you, you hear it, you think, okay, that was 15 years ago or it sounds like, like something like that. So we want to talk about web application firewalls and we want to talk about the most recent leadership compass that you've just completed and, and published. Um, so if we, mm -hmm. if we um, think of web application firewalls, they They are around for quite a while. So this is one of the security infrastructures that comes to my mind very, very soon when I think about protecting applications. And they started out by protecting okay. applications from, from threats by monitoring and filtering traffic. Um, but having a leadership compass on that topic in 2022, um, that means that they are still an important market. Um, so if we talk about threats today, What threats do web application firewalls protect applications from on the internet? Well, yeah, it, as you mentioned, I mean, web firewalls, um, application firewalls have been around for quite a long time. Uh, they monitor the HTTP traffic. Um, and as they're expecting, uh, inspecting the traffic, some of the things that they typically um, have traditionally looked at are are things like, you know, is the SQL um, queries maybe, are, are they correct? Or, you know, is there anything wrong with, you know, the JavaScript? And typically this has been through basic core, what we call traditional uh, WAF capabilities, where you would have a block list. And this block list would... Um, you know, protect those against uh, known vulnerabilities, as I just mentioned. Uh, and typically, these block lists are um, types of rules and policies uh, that could be regular expressions that would detect specific patterns that may be considered malicious or hostile or bad and, and filter them out. And there's also the reverse of that, which is positive um, security models where they have rules on you know, what kind of traffic instead of blocking, but to let in. And really, you need a combination of both uh, to work effectively. Right. So um, if, if we think of web application firewall as an infrastructure for today's um, digitalized world, mm -hmm. what else is covered with this term? What are the capabilities on top of what you just described that are nowadays included in the scope of this market segment? What are typically uh, the capabilities apart from HTTPS filtering analysis and sometimes blocking? Yeah, so it, it, as you know, I mean, uh, again, traditionally in the past, web applications were um, not as popular as they are today, but today just about every application out there is web-based. And because of that, there, there's also been a growth of what's called bots. And these are um, little bits of um, automated type of software that would go out and do uh, typically, 
intended to do things like, you know, spider crawling the web for information or um, providing social media type of um, uh, activity. And that that was considered, um, you know, a a good use of bots. But as we see today, uh, you know, malicious actors are using those bots um, to perform other type of things like, uh, you know, maybe a denial of service on a web application or using, um, uh, you know, fake user information to try to log into a user account and then committing fraud. So as as web applications have grown in popularity, so have the attacks on web applications. And they're becoming more um, intelligent as far as, you know, how they go about the attacks. And so as these attacks increase and, and the creativity of the attacks increase, you also have to put the protections in place that will um, anticipate or look at behaviors of uh, typical users and then blocking out the ones that look malicious. And so this could be done through um, bot management and protection, which is really popular. Um, another area that we're seeing a lot of growth in is uh, APIs. And because APIs are more popular since we're orchestrating different systems together, and a lot of these systems are web-based, a lot of these WAF um, solutions are starting to incorporate API protection, and rightly so. It's needed. So you'll start seeing not only these solutions being labeled as just web application firewalls or WAFs, but you're starting to see them as web application and API protection, or WAP, W-A-A-P. So we're starting to see um, that shift in the market as well. Right. Um, and, and as you said, we are not no longer in the age of the web 1.0, so there's really functionality, there's APIs hidden behind this HTTPS. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is really is, is, a, is a natural development there as well. Um, are you seeing specific changes in the market when you when you compare this version of the leadership compass with with uh, with, with more um, um, previous research? What is, what is still happening on that on that market segment? Yeah, so when we we looked at this uh, as a market compass uh, a couple of years ago, and we looked at you know the you know who were the um, companies that are providing solutions in this space. What were the type of capabilities um, that were available? Uh, we're, we're also seeing, you know, because of the number of um, denial of service type of attacks, some of these solutions now are coming with denial of service. Um, but that also denial of service protection requires that you have um, these data centers and these data centers need to be globally available. So what we're calling point of um, presence. So uh, a t uh, solution may encounter, um, you know, for an organization that has uh, many different customers globally, they would also require uh, having these denial of service type of protection that would scrub all the uh, uh, HTTP traffic coming in before it hits the web application. But that also requires that they have these uh, this ability in different locations throughout the world. So um, a lot of the top vendors and solutions that we're seeing as leaders in this market 
have that capability. And with that capability, there's also other things like, you know, the uh, CDNs uh, type of capability as well. So um, another type of um, capability that we're looking at is virtual patching. So as the number of um, uh, vulnerabilities that come up and then their their, um, access by my malicious attacks, sometimes it's it's a very short window of being able to plug that hole within a, a firewall. And so what they do is virtual patching. So as soon as they detect that vulnerability, they come up with a patch. And sometimes these vendors are able to implement those patches, allowing these organizations to be able to um, patch their systems on the back end uh, when they're able to. Right. And I've, I've talked to other colleagues about other aspects of security infrastructure, especially cloud delivered uh, in, um, infrastructure and security mm-hmm. infrastructure. Uh, as you've mentioned in, within your, your, your previous answer, this is mostly delivered from the cloud. But one trend that we see is um, to trying to, 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 to fill the, the skills gap by applying um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, Pattern recognition is this something that is also adding to that market as well? Is this a trend, and is this really a functionality? Sure, yeah, it's it's definitely a functionality. So one of the things that we look at in this leadership compass is the level of intelligence within the WAF, and this means, you know, using kind of predictive um, analytics or using AI or machine machine learning to be able to look at patterns, user behaviors, and detecting you know, what is good traffic, what is bad traffic, and then being able to block it uh, in an automatic format rather than trying to come up with all possible um, regular expressions that would be able to match a certain pattern, which, which, which is untenable after a period of time because there's just too many different attacks, too different, you know, um, it, it keeps changing over time. So really this intelligence within the WAF is is absolutely needed in new modern type of web application firewalls. So um, also one of the benefits of having that type of intelligence is that they're able to detect these new type of attacks and then be able to remediate them um, by looking at the traffic through there. And, and a lot of it is JavaScript. So there's some intelligence there of understanding what, what type of attacks are, are capable through that uh, avenue as well. Right. And you've, you've mentioned already um, um, that, that you're looking at the market segment as a whole. And um, just to give an, the audience mm-hmm. an impression, who, who are the, the names that are players in that field? And maybe by, by not endorsing them, but just by mentioning them to show where are the players right now, what are some of the leaders? What are some of the organizations and vendors that you looked at during your um, analysis? Yeah, some of the top leaders um, are like companies like Imperva or F5 or Radware, uh, Cloudware, uh, Cloudflare, excuse me, and, and then Fastly. These are some of the, the top um, vendors with solutions that encompass uh, everything that we're, we're looking at. So not only the basic WAF capabilities that we talked about, but they also have the intelligence, uh, the bot management, the DDoS protection, API protection, 
uh, all the different capabilities that we see in the market today. Uh, they encompass uh, uh, a fairly good rounded um, solution set uh, for a customer. Right. Um, with a market that has already matured over time, and of course, the, as, we, as, as we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. this is something that is around for quite a while. Are there still, still changes in this market um, um, regarding the vendors that are there? Are there new entries that do something better, different, more innovative than others? Is, how large is the section of vendors to watch in this leadership compass? Well, the number of vendors to watch, uh, there's over 10. Um, but as far as vendors, new vendors coming into the market, there's there's a wide variety. So this market has been around for quite a while. So there's a lot of uh, companies that have been around for decades, like the Oracles or the Palo Alto Networks. And um, one of the newer companies is Prophase, and they've been only around since 2019 when they were established. But They also have a good set of capabilities that are out there. So there's still room to grow within this market. Um, and there's there's still growth within the market. And there's still areas where innovation, as, as I mentioned, APIs is, is a very uh, valid area where that capability could be added to a web application firewall as well. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Richard, for, for giving that insight. Your Leadership mm -hmm. Compass has just been published. It is available on our website. And of course, I need to uh, mention that you, uh, the audience can al always go to coopingacole.com and use the search engine and search for your Leadership Compass on web application firewalls or just to search for your name to get quick access to that. Um, it's a download that you can get either with an existing um, subscription or you can just use the test subscription for 30 days and the full subscription. It's really affordable and, and there's lots of value for money, including your uh, new leadership compass on web application firewall. Um, any final thing that you want to mention uh, around this web application firewall uh, topic that, that struck you, that something interesting that you came across during this research that you want to mention? Well, um, as, as I mentioned, I mean, the, the, the increasing number of attacks and, and the different types of attacks, um, I, I would see as a differentiator, Uh, having that level of intelligence within the WAF is is critical. Uh, one of the capabilities that we're seeing and one of the vendors that uh, is very um, innovative is providing what, what's kind of a, a, a bot challenge or, or in, in order to, to make the use of bot management even more difficult for those malicious bot type of activity. And, and so we're, I think there, there's still room for innovation here. We're starting to see some um, new areas growing, uh, as I mentioned, in WAF intelligence. So I, I think that's one area we could look for. Interesting. Thank you very much, Richard, for uh, for uh, spending your time with me, for giving that insight into that leadership compass, for that diligent um, analysis and research work that you did. I'm looking forward to having you in a, an upcoming episode very soon. For today, thank you very much, Richard, for being my guest today. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.